0: Good morning, I'm Sarah French. I'm Ben Thompson. This is WCNC Charlotte to go. Here are your top stories. Happening today, one of the suspects accused of burying a person in a backyard is expected in court. Officials say Kenneth Johnson and Robin Adair tried to conceal a person's body at a home in Lowell. WCNC Charlotte's Richard Devane joins us now. And Richard, this all stemmed from a missing person investigation.
1: That's absolutely correct. A missing persons investigator several years ago. Now police say they know the persons responsible for that missing person. They say, Gaston County police tell us that they have issued arrest warrants for two people who they say are responsible for a body found buried in the back of a house not far from here on South Church Street in Lowell last week. 55 year old Kenneth Johnston in court today for a first appearance. Police say he and Robin Ray Adair both will face a charge of felony concealment of a body. Adair will also face an obstruction charge. Investigators say they arrest him from that missing persons case from October of 2020. Last week, police searched the property the two rented years ago and found human remains. They say they think those are of the unidentified missing person. The news shocking those who live in the area now. Still lot like of process, you know, I just feel bad for the victim family, whoever they are. It's been kind of uh, a, I'm thinking about finding a new walking spot, honestly. Yeah, that first person actually lives in that rented house that the suspects had rented several years ago. People had rented that house since then. Police say none of them are involved. They have their two people. Now, as far as Mr. Dare, she is scheduled for an extradition hearing. And once she has that hearing, she'll be back here in Gaston County to face charges. Again, Johnson has his charges later today. His first appearance where he'll hear his formal charges We're right here in Gaston County. This is Richard Vane for WCNC Charlotte.
2: Turning to more of today's top stories, in your morning rush, an Iredell County man waking up in jail this morning after police say he dragged a deputy from a car while trying to get away from a traffic stop. It all happened Saturday on Oak Ridge Farm Highway near Mooresville. Police say 33 year old Alan Leeser tried to get away, putting his car in a drive and dragged the deputy 15 to 20 feet. Leaser then led deputies on a chase before his vehicle was later found in Mecklenburg County. He was arrested a short time later.
3: Good morning, I'm Destiny Richards. Tonight, TKK City Council is discussing a final plan to cull 160 deer in an agreement with the USDA. Starting today through February 5th, the city is closing its golf course to allow sharpshooters to work from dusk until dawn each day to thin out the herd. Residents have been split on the issue, but the city is moving forward with the culling. The estimated cost is about $94,000.
0: Well, this morning, more than 200 CMS teachers are being asked to return a bonus due to a, quote, unfortunate oversight. The district says some English teachers received a bonus worth more than $1,200 on January 12th. That bonus was only intended for teachers who are new to the district. The impacted teachers now have the option to repay the amount in a lump sum or a repayment plan.
2: Charlotte leaders are in Winston-Salem this week, strategizing their goals for 2024. Starting today, City Council will lay out their goals, talk budget, and set priorities for the next few years. Their retreat is expected to continue through Wednesday.
0: Happening today, North Carolina Governor Roy Cooper will be in the Queen City to campaign for President Biden. He'll join other Democratic leaders on the 51st anniversary of Roe v. Wade, sharing why he believes a Trump victory would further restrict abortion access. The Supreme Court overturned the landmark abortion rights decision in 2022, leaving it up to states to decide. Right now in North Carolina, abortion is legal during the first 12 weeks of pregnancy. And that's it for your Morning Rush.
2: Time now to connect the dots. When we make the news, make sense. You sign up for a streaming service and you totally forget about it. Sound familiar? Well, new data this morning reveals the shocking amount of money we're spending on those services every single month. You're likely spending a lot more on subscriptions than you realize. Let's connect the dots. Americans are spending billions of dollars on stuff they've totally forgotten about. The dirty little secret to subscription platforms, they owe a lot of their success on your lack of attention. Most Americans think they spend about $62 a month on these reoccurring costs. But get this, apparently the real number is closer to $300 a month. Between streaming, music, newspapers, even racers, these services can really add up. Lots of folks plan to pick up subscriptions for one off things like sports games or a season of a show they like. But when they then forget to cancel, it generates big money for services like Peacock and Hulu. And that is connecting the dots.
0: Out of the day's checklist here are three stories worth knowing about today. One, a crash on I-85 left one person dead. The Gastonia Police Department says it happened yesterday just after 430 AM closing down a southbound lane of I-85 near exit 19 for most of the morning. Police say a man was killed in that accident. He was not wearing a seatbelt. Number two, no one was injured after a two alarm fire near Ballantyne. Charlotte Fire says the town homes on Fiddler's Roof Lane went up in flames around two yesterday morning. 50 firefighters responded and were able to contain the fire in about 30 minutes. Crews say the fire started around an HVAC unit and was ruled an accident. And number three happening today. Mecklenburg County Parks and Rec will begin clearing more than two miles of trail along Reedy Creek. The project will eventually connect the Plaza Road extension to Greer Road. The county says you can expect heavy equipment in the area, so please use caution if you're visiting.
2: Here's what's happening across the Carolinas. Crews are trying to figure out what started a fire at an industrial building in Randolph County. It happened Saturday at the Worthville Mill. Fortunately, there are no reports of any injuries. Today, Durham public school leaders will meet to discuss what should happen after some employees were overpaid. Several bus drivers went on strike over the issue. Durham officials say there could be lingering issues with buses this morning. One South Carolina woman bought a dream home. After a new wave of student loan forgiveness, Diane Bruce earned three degrees at South Carolina State University. More than $260,000 of debt was canceled because of her work in public service. And that's what's happening across the Carolinas.
0: A quick trip down to your local supermarket, and you're likely to spot a shopper carrying the extremely popular Stanley Cup. But one viewer asked us, "Do these TikTok famous stan- uh, stainless steel cups actually contain lead?" Here's Megan Bragg with This Morning's Verify. These oversized tumblers are taking the world
3: by storm and flying off the shelves. Stanley can't seem to produce them fast enough, but WCNC viewer Karen S. asked us if these contained lead. So the question, do the Stanley tumblers have lead in them? And are they safe to drink out of? Let's verify. Our sources are Stanley 1913, the company that makes the drinkware, and family physician Dr. Carla Robinson. In an email to our Verify team, Stanley stressed their cups meet all U.S. regulatory requirements. They said no lead is present on the surface of any Stanley product that would come into contact with your beverage. However, Stanley did say it seals its insulated products with an industry standard pellet that includes some lead. Stanley says the pellet is completely covered and enclosed by a stainless seal cover, making it inaccessible to consumers. But what are the health implications for someone who comes into contact with lead? Dr. Carla Robinson says lead is a naturally occurring element that's even found in soil. But in this case, natural doesn't equate to healthy.
0: With exposure over time, you can certainly find um, some serious health effects if that exposure is uh, repeated and at high levels.
3: Dr. Robinson added that the average person is probably exposed to a little bit of lead every day. Lead exposure is measured by how many micrograms per deciliter are in your bloodstream.
0: The average lead level is somewhere uh, less than 10 for adults and so we do have some exposure on a, a regular basis and that's something to be expected.
3: But Robinson says it's highly unlikely you'll be exposed to enough of it to cause lead poisoning.
0: The important thing to know is that it's chronic high levels of exposure that potentially cause the harm. So
3: we can verify that, yes, Stanley tumblers are sealed with a small trace of lead in their insulated cups, but the lead is completely enclosed by stainless steel and does not come into contact with your drink. With your Verify, I'm Megan Brown.
0: And if you have something you would like Verify, just email us at verify at WCNC.com.
2: Thanks for listening. You can find these stories and more at WCNC.com and join the WCNC Charlotte team weekday mornings, 430 to 7 a.m. Like and subscribe to our podcast and tell a friend.